Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Britlinger Bros podcast along with my brother I am uh, brother Ben I am Matthew Britlinger and um so I, I came to this conclusion that because last week when we recorded um I didn't have my best stuff and the reason why I didn't have my best stuff is because my mother-in-law was here and so I so I was like yeah I got to go into the music room and do this uh you know podcast and she had no idea what I was talking about um and so, like, just for the sake of, I don't know, being respectful, I tried to just keep things down. And uh, what I listened back, I was like, man, I sound super boring, like really, really boring. Um, basically, I sound like uh, I work for NPR and I am doing an hour long jazz program. Which is still one of my favorite parts. And I don't know if you ever saw this on Parks and Rec when. Uh, Leslie Nope was being oh, yeah. interviewed. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the guy who plays next up is like two different jazz songs just playing on top of another jazz song. <laughs> and uh he's like, our listeners really like jazz. <laughs> so uh that's where that's where I'm at there. So um when I label these, I always have the Green Bay Packers thing last, but um I kind of thought I, I like starting with the Green Bay Packers. Um I don't know if that's uh, how you like to do things or not. Um, you know, I think ending strong with the Ben Brittlinger boxing beat, which how, how did you like my voiceover for that? That was, that was pretty impressive. There we go. Yeah. I, uh, and, <laughs> sorry, I'm just, I'm being a jerk right now. I was like, it didn't really take that long either. You know, it, really, it, it's, there's, there's really nothing to it. I can make it sound a lot fancier and better, but I was like, ah, I'm just going to throw this together and, uh, and go from there. Um, and my music production capabilities, which are not very much. Um, the one thing that I, I do kind of know is like less is more. Um, a lot of times, like, you know, playing out a lot, the sound guy would always, you know, you had a good sound guy if he just checked the levels, did a little bit of this and that, but not too much of anything. And then just kind of step back and let musicians do what they do. And um, the people that were bad at it were the ones that were constantly dealing with levels and different things. And like, you know, it, it's, it's just too inconsistent. So less is more kids. Um, so Okay. Sorry. Um, there's no sports going on right now. There's a lot of trades. There's a lot of stuff, like stuff that I don't care about. Like, Oh, Tom Brady's going to Tampa Bay. I don't care. Maybe I'll root for him a little bit more because he's a Michigan guy. But I don't care. I don't care that Nick Foles is going to the Bears. You know what the Bears are? They're where quarterbacks go to die. 
And so Nick Foles did pretty well in Philadelphia. Didn't do that well in Jacksonville. Didn't do, did he go to the Rams for a while? I want to say, yeah. I, I know he went somewhere else. I think it's the Rams. Um, I can and, picture him in the Rams uniform for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, who's the best Bears quarterback of the last 40 years? Oh. I mean, it's Jim McMahon, and it's not even close, and he wasn't even good, right? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he wasn't that good. Um, yeah, I would say you're probably right. I, nothing else comes to mind. Uh, the only thing I know about the Bears is I never root for them because I'm a Packer fan. So that's that's where I'm going with that. Um, but so it's like I'm going to watch, you know, Yesterday, I went on YouTube and I watched the 1989 uh, NCAA championship game, Michigan versus Seton Hall. Why? Because I'm a Michigan fan and it was cool to watch a game where they win. You already know the score. You're like, oh man, that Glenn Rice had a really good shot. Very good shot. However, he laid up some bricks too. Um, I don't know. There's just times where you look and you're like, man, this guy can't miss. And then he's just throwing up ugly shots and like, oh, I guess he can miss, you know. Um, so those are like, you know, just little things that I, I didn't uh, remember. Of course, I was nine when the championship happened. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, rem I remember watching it when I was nine. I think we are at Auntie Mary's house and I don't think I've ever watched it since. Um, for some reason, I think we were at John Wasberg's house. Oh. Maybe. I just know we weren't at, it didn't seem like we were at home. No, we weren't at home. Um, I don't think we, well, we might have gotten that channel at the time. It seemed like whatever good sports was on, it was like, it wasn't a channel that we were getting. Um, anyway, so after that, I watched uh, the Packers winning the Super Bowl. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And one thing, re-watching that, that I didn't realize it's how good the Packers' defense was. You know, I... Yeah, the offense was not impressive. A uh, couple months ago, or maybe like six months ago, Finn and I watched that game online, and I was like, man, that their offense does not look all that great. This feels like all defense yeah. kind of keeps stopping the Steelers. That's, that's how they won. Mm -hmm. And I guess to be fair... Aaron Rodgers did have some really nice throws. Um, I forgot how much um, Jones, why can't I think of his first name? But Jones. James Jones. James Jones, yeah, thank you. He was a good wide receiver, but he dropped a lot of passes. There was one right on the money to him, and there was nobody in his way for like, you know, a 60-yard touchdown, and he just flat out dropped it. Um but he had some nice throws to Jordy Nelson, to Greg Jennings. Um, it was, you know, Aaron, you could still see back then, like, how good Aaron Rodgers was. But yeah, their offense wasn't that great. And then when Charles Woodson went down right before halftime, you could see that Sam Shields wasn't oh, the same. Right. Nick Collins, you know, you forget how good Nick Collins was. And then I think it was his neck, right, that oh, he had I troubles with? Yeah, when he when he went down, that was huge. Yeah, because he was, I mean, he was like in his prime, doing great. Right, right, right. 
I got a question for you about James Jones. Did he ever have a catch run down the straight down the right sideline? Every time he had a catch, it was he was just running straight down the right sideline. Yeah, that seems accurate. I'm looking. I'm thinking back in my head of like, all right, how many different plays did James Jones make? Now he might have done like a stutter step or whatever, but he was just the guy on the outside, and that's all he did. I never saw him or, or remember seeing him going up the middle on a slant route or anything. Uh, yeah, nope, no, you're you're right on that. But uh, over the years, where you know Aaron Rodgers was really really good, like undoubtedly the the best quarterback in the league, and their defense was so awful. Um, I you know I just always. Thinking back, like, oh, their defense is always awful. And it wasn't. It was, uh, that was a good defense. That was something that I always liked about other defenses when, you know, we, when the Packers played, I don't know, like a good defensive team where someone would catch the ball and, you know, it wouldn't be like a decent game, like a seven or eight yard game, but boom, someone's right there, uh, to tackle them and, and put a hard hit on them. It just seems that the Packers never did that, but they did in that game. They did that year. So, um, Maybe I'm just getting too old and I just can't remember that far back on things. Um, but no, it, it was it was a lot closer game than I thought. I remember the 21-3 score and then Pittsburgh scored at the end of the first half to make it 21-10. And then uh, the Packers offense sputtered. Um, you know, they got another touchdown and a field goal to make it 31-25. to 31 to 25. I didn't realize. I guess I didn't remember um, that all of that happened. What year was that again? So it was the 2010 season. So uh, the Super Bowl was in 2011. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. We were 30. And I, I watched that out at camp. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why we went out to Perella's to watch the Super Bowl. Um, I guess you weren't there, but no, my mom was actually kind of mad at some of this. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was when, uh, Lauren and I first started dating and, uh, I was like, ah, I'm going to go out to Perella's for the Super Bowl as opposed to hang out with you. I think at the time she was probably fine with it because she, she didn't grow up being a, any type of sports fan or whatever. So, uh, um, it didn't mean anything to her but yeah it was it was fun okay moving on (laughs) (laughs) i got nothing to say to that i oh uh, that's it's (coughs) sorry um it's just the norm you know i go and i say a thought and there's ben saying yep great analysis ben you should be a (laughs) you should be a color guy for uh um, <laughs> Bob, you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that that had to have been one of like the major league movies, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, basically, his color guy didn't. I don't think he said a single word in the entire movie or series of them. Yeah. I, to me, that that was like the best part of those movies was Bob Uecker. Oh yeah, he's he's the man. It's getting sad. They've been being older and not doing. Like all as many Brewer games as uh, you know, he used to do every one of them. Now right. I think he just does home games or 
uh, yeah, definitely doesn't do them all. Right. Hey, that that's one uh, stadium that we got off our list, Miller Park. Um, it's called Miller Park, right? Um, it was. I think they're changing it, which oh. is stupid. Well, whatever. We, we changed these sponsors, so it's not Miller Park anymore. It's, you know, that's it. That's even the the picture that I used for Family Park. Uh, that's even the picture that I used for um our podcast is us at Miller Park together watching the Milwaukee Brewers beat the Detroit Tigers. Which that's right. You know, it was it was for the Brewers to play or to get to the playoffs, and the Tigers had. No, nothing to really go for. They were a last place team. So I found myself eventually rooting for the Brewers. It was um, a good game. I mean, a little back it was. and forth, but it was. the thing of it was is that, I mean, the Brewers are going to make the playoffs, but it was between them and the Cubs to get first place. So that oh, yeah, was yeah. kind of mm-hmm. the, the big, you know, the big reason. And I mean, that was just, that was a fun game to go to. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I, I would say anybody that's looking to go to a Major League Baseball game, if you go at night, the atmosphere is so much better than uh, than a day game. Um, I brought my kids to a Tigers game last year, and uh, it it was okay. I mean, it was un- it was so hot. We had to leave by like the fifth inning. I got to see Cabrera hit a home run, which is rare nowadays, um, but at least I could say that like all the previous Tigers games that I went to, he wasn't playing cause he was hurt or, or something. So it was cool to see him, uh, play and, uh, and hit a home run. Um, I saw Justin Verlander pitch two different times and he lost both times. So <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, one was, and it wasn't like he didn't get a loss for it, but it was, uh, going the first Tigers twins game that I ever been to ever went to, where you dropped me off, Brent and I went there. Um, we got into Minneapolis. Uh, you dropped us off at the game and then picked us up afterwards. Tigers were up six to one in the ninth inning, or five to one in the ninth inning, and uh, the Twins made a comeback and won six to five. That was like the years where the the Tigers had absolutely no bullpen whatsoever. They just were horrible. That's pretty much every year. The bullpen for the Tigers. Is like, like there's a White Sox fan at work, and he says death taxes and the Tigers bullpen; those things never change. Hmm. He's not wrong. The Tigers bullpen, even when they were good, has always been suspect. Right, right, right. Even when the even when the Tigers were good and were like getting the World Series or making runs in the playoffs and things like that, they, their bullpen always was rough. And there it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. There's other teams that, like even the Brewers a few years ago, or maybe even you know, two years ago, I would say where they, that's where they were trying to get to. It's like, we just got to have the starter go. And then once we get to the bullpen, we're good. doesn't work that way for the Tigers. 
So we done talking. No. Are we done talking no, Packers? Done. Even though we talked a lot of Tigers and other stuff in there too. Yeah, let's move on to the next topic. Okay, so the next topic. I gave you a little bit of homework. I was like, I want to do a top ten list of the worst bands. And uh, yeah, so my my criteria for this when I filled out my list was basically it's the worst bands of. I mean, they're all '90s and 2000s because I don't really listen to music that much anymore. Uh, especially on the radio. But during that time, I listened to a lot of music on the radio because I was always on the road. So that's that's kind of what it was, just always going through channels, listening to music, um, just because I you know, had to drive all over the place for my job. And then while right. I was on my job, I was always in a truck driving too. So, um, th- so there's definitely, like for my list, there's definitely worse bands out there, although this list is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of fits the criteria of that time, you know, late high school, early college times where I was living on the road, listening to the radio and just those bands that I would hear a lot of. Yeah. I. So what did, what did you kind of base yours off of? Kind of the same thing. Like I have no 80s bands or under. So no 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, none of those bands or musical acts. I didn't do anything pop like Mariah Carey or... You know, like like stuff like that, just because I don't, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like the, the Jonas Brothers isn't on my list, not right? Because I don't think they're, I think they're better than everybody on this list. It's just, it's not. They weren't on the stations that I listened to. Right. Yeah. No, I got you there. Um. Yeah, it's, and also like the bands of like now, like Avenged Sevenfold, or I, I think I'm saying that name right. I have no idea <laughs> what they are. Um, yeah. or what they sound like. I just know that they're like kind of like fast metal that's kind of like whiny. So like um, not really any heavy emo stuff either, even though that there's some like emo punk on here. Um, I'll tell you what didn't make my list. Creed. No, really. Because I, I have my list of top 10, and then I have three honorable mentions. Okay, so, so, so Creed was... Creed Creed's number 11. Make my top 10, but is in my honorable mentions honorable mention okay um yeah i my list is actually Everybody 11 in, the, in this list no i got three honorable mentions okay but everybody in this list it's not like i'm saying i'm a better musician myself a musician so i'm not like hey they made it they were popular some people like them so there's my there's my anti-hating rant before basically saying the top 10 bands that I don't like. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, my my two honorable mention are Creed and Green Day. Ooh, Green Day is not even on my list, but I that's uh, that should have been on there. Yeah. I remember, like, Green Day exploded when we were in middle school. And so, yeah. like, everybody got a copy of that album, Dookie. And I think I sold it to Bill Akerley um, at a baseball game uh, like a couple months later for like six bucks. I'm like, yeah, I this this isn't very good. I didn't like it. I, I, I liked it at first because it was catchy and then I kind of realized, no, this isn't, you know, because at the time I was listening to Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix and Pink Floyd and those were my that was how I rated music and how I 
the music that I like to listen to. Um, so, yeah, I uh, got into Green Day at first just because everybody else did. And then I was like, no, I'm, I, I'm done. And then the older I got, like the worse they became. Like our class song is that Green Day song, Time of Your Life. And it's just, it's just horrible. Not a fan of that song at all. No. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what do you have at number ten? Well, do you want? Should I list my honorable mentions or? Yeah. Do, we'll do, just... your, do your honorable mentions first. Okay. So, full disclosure, I got three honorable mentions, and I had CDs from all of them. Well, there you go. So, honorable mentions are Everclear. Okay. Um. And they first came out, I was like, I kind of bought the CD, liked, and then all their sound songs sound exactly the same, and they're all kind of stupid. <laughs> so okay. I was like, all right, you know, yeah, and then just they come on the radio, and then just like, man, change the channel. Yeah. Um. So the other one is Creed, which you already said. Yeah. Again, bought that first CD, listened to a lot of it, and and really like the first two songs that came out, I liked them. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing to say that, but I did. And then the rest of them I did not like, and everything after that I did not like at all. <laughs> just kind so of... I, had high, I had high hopes for Creed when I first heard those songs, and then and it just did not happen. That's just uh, remi- my third honorable mention, which I am sure is making it onto your list. But again, a CD that I owned, Nickelback. Nickelback. You owned a Nickelback CD? I. You know what? I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. Yeah. I think I did. I think I did because I think I snuck into your room when you were in college, uh, when you were living uh, down in Grand Rapids and taped like the poster that kind of came with it up on your wall. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember that, but uh, there was a, oh, now I can't remember this band, but they, they basically sampled uh Red Hot Chili Pepper song from the Mother's Milk album. It was an instrumental oh, song. Oh, yeah. That come, come, my lady. Yeah, Butterfly, yeah. Sugar Baby. Like, I can't remember what that band is, but I, I went away for, like, I think Thanksgiving, and I came back, and there was a poster of that on my on my door. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, uh, yeah they didn't make the list just because I don't think that they were important enough to make it. And so yeah. here's, here's my kind of criteria other than what we said about, you know, like music that, first of all, we were, we're going to listen to kind of that way. But it's like, if I had to go see a band play live, and I have this list of bands, like, what would be the one that I would want to see the least, and then the least after that? And so I didn't realize that I had 11 on here, but I had Creed because I'd rather go to a Creed concert than any of these other ones, which is saying oh, something. man, I just remembered. Sugar Ray. That would have been a good one on this list. Sugar Ray. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, I probably would go see Sugar Ray before any of these bands. So, what, what do you have at number 10? Number 10 for me is Blink-182. Blink-182. See, I actually like Blink-182 a little bit more. Um, I don't own any of their albums or anything but uh they're they're kind of poppy enough where it's like they get stuck in your head but not too much where it's just annoying not like the chumba wumba (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, that, that, that song sucks. Um, my number 10, which I think you're going to be shocked by is disturbed. Disturbed. Yeah. I just, oh, I can't stand it. And, uh, remember when he went country for a little while? No. No. Yeah. Um, it was not good either. Um, you're thinking of a different bit. So the guy from Disturbed did not go country at all, but there was a guy from uh it was like a it was like one of those Godsmack type bands. Oh, so um, I even got the band wrong. Like Yeah. Like what does um, Disturbed sing? Um well right now they sing the sound of silence. Oh yeah, that's bad. I, I I'm I'm glad they're number ten. But yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the wrong band. Um, stained, stained. That was it. God, man. Okay. So I got to cross that off. So disturbed gets an honorable mention because I I don't like, I don't like that music either. I know a lot of people do like a lot of our friends do. All right. Stained stained is the band that I was thinking of. All right. So I forgot about them. You know, like for disturbed, it's like that guy sings where he's about, like he's about to get in a fight all the time. And that's just, that's just too much. Not not yeah. there. So, all right. So, Stained is actually number 10. Disturbed is an honorable mention. Yeah, Stained just, again, it's something that everybody got into. And I was like, I, I don't like it. I just don't. And I'm sorry, but I don't. That's all right. The world forgives you. Well, thanks. Um, how about your number nine? Incubus. Incubus. That's a good one. However, I am a closet Incubus fan. No, your your buddy Justin was a well. I mean, that whole band, all the guys you were in bands with in college, a lot of them were kind of Incubus heavy. Yeah, they were Incubus heavy, and then they, I don't think any of them like Incubus anymore. Same thing with like Three Eleven, <laughs> which at work we celebrate Three Eleven Day. By just playing a bunch of 311 songs and making people miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember your own college roommate. He was in room 311 in the dorms and he changed it to the 311 symbol. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was, yeah. It, I, I, I guess I understand the Incubus thing. Um Definitely not a fan of theirs anymore. I was at a time. Um, really, any band, like guitar band that also has a DJ, I'm kind of just like, no, that's not working. Not working for me. So, uh, my number nine is Poison. They were in the 80s. They were in the 80s. Okay, so I do, I do have two 80s bands. I'm sorry. Uh, I know I said... That I didn't, but looking back on this list, and maybe possibly three, but Poison, like, all their songs sound the same and kind of nasally and just stupid. And I know there's a lot of big Poison fans out there. And you can be Poison fans. There's nothing wrong with being a Poison fan, which I'm, I might have to erase that comment. Because to me personally, I think there is a problem if you're a big Poison fan. Um, 
but I just, I just don't like them. I get it. I mean, I, I, to, to be honest with you, I can't name a single Poison song right now. Every rose has its thorn. Oh, yeah. Let's kick to that G, then C, then back to G. And uh, a, a lot of his songs that are like acoustic do that. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Just the ones I've heard. So, uh, what do you got at number? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I, I don't. They're kind of a whatever band for me. Never, never really listened to them. Okay. I guess I had to listen to them a lot because of my roommates in college. You know, we'd like be driving to, you know, Ann Arbor or Mount Pleasant. Or, you know, just basically different college towns, and I'd have to listen to a lot of their uh, music. Which it, there's no country on here either. Um, it's it's basically just rock stuff. So I had to listen to a lot of country too, and that, like, not the the good old boy country, like the crappy '90s, like overproduced country pop. All right, what did you get at uh, number eight? Number eight is Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit that made my list. You'll have to figure out where that is, but yeah, uh, Limp Biscuit just is stupid. Any group that names an album "Chocolate Starfish" and the hot dog flavored water, and then I remembered the lead singer from Incubus being interviewed and asking about that title, and he was like, "It's, it's just genius." Wow, people do a lot of drugs. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also have to think about it, too, is that most of these musicians, I guess not most of them, but there's, there's a certain group of these musicians that made it famous that didn't graduate high school. So how do you think? I, I, I don't know. Just. I don't want to call them stupid, but I guess that's what I'm going to call them. Yeah. You know. It's, I mean, you've always been cornered at a party by that one guy that smokes too much weed and he just gets talking about stuff. He's like, man, this guy, it's just, he's either completely blown out or just really dumb to begin with. So, uh, hold <laughs> sorry, your uh, Ben Brittlinger boxing beat thing just came on. <laughs> I got to move that, <clears throat> which I will. All right, so um, my number eight is Motley Crue because they were a band that thought they were really cool and hard and everything, and that just didn't stand the test of time. Um, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I Again, it's kind of the same thing as with The Poison. I know that, you know, Motley Crue has kind of like a heavier sound and everything, but they still just sound so cheesy to me that it's just, it's dumb. You know? Yeah, I get it. It's basically Twisted Sister, but they don't have like a, I don't know, they don't have any like sense of humor towards their style. It's like, what, you're not taking me seriously? It's like, well, no, I'm not. And that's, that, that's where I'm at there. All right. Uh, number seven. Number seven for me is Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud also made my list. 
Sorry, they did. But, uh, yeah. Weren't they, like, discovered by Fred Durst? I have no idea. I, I think they were. Someone's got to Google that. But, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I have this dry cough and this low-grade fever. <laughs> Too soon? Okay. That sounded kind of that sounded kind of wet. Yeah, it, it is wet. I'm like coughing up a bunch of stuff still for like since January. You know, I've been basically sick since J- the end of January. Um, yeah. my number number seven. My number seven is the Goo Goo Dolls. Ooh, that did not make my list, but that's a good one. That should have made your list because uh, for one, I. I saw that guy being interviewed one time and uh, he talked about how much he didn't like Led Zeppelin. Just like, I don't know, I just, I don't really like them and I don't really think they're that talented. And I kind of thought of it well, two ways. And I don't know if this guy does this with every song, but he, he does a lot of open tuning on his guitar and not to like just play different chords and everything. He just bars the whole thing. And, uh, at least, you know, in the music videos or whatever that, I, that I've seen. And, again, even back when they were, like, kind of more punkish or whatever, I still, like, no, they're, they're dumb. Don't like them at all. Your thoughts? No, I agree with you. Okay. All right, so uh, number six for you is what? Hold on here. Find my page. Here, I can do that too. Let me uh, rustle some papers. There we go. All right, (laughs) nope. You're going to laugh at this one. Number six, Hoobastank. (laughs) I completely forgot about Hoobastank. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, they aren't good either. Oh, now so many of those early 2000 bands are just, like, flooding through my head. I can't name them, but, uh, yeah. Like, Eve 6 and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hoobastank, that's a good one. That's a good one. So you'd rather listen to Incubus than Hoobastank. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I was wondering where you were going with that. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, my mind got like switched back around there. So, so that was number six. My number six was Nickelback. So we don't have to talk okay. about that because we already did. Yeah. What's your number five? Even though I'm a twin, my number five is Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Yes. There's also and a the band. The fact that I know that they were twins in that band kind of makes me sad. I did not know that. But yeah, that does kind of make me sad too. They're also on my list. Um, I, they're just a horrible band. Just a horrible, horrible, like, I don't know anybody that is a better human being because they listen to them. I know it's always made my days worse. So that's, that's where I'm at on that one. Um, was that number five? Number five. Yeah, my number five is Puddle of Mud. So we already talked about that one, too. Your number five was what? Puddle of Mud. Okay, Puddle of Mud. Yeah. 
Um, All right, number four. I number four. You might not know who they are. Okay, and it's not like they're a popular band, but they're just was always on the radio. I remember um, when I was working, and it drove me nuts. And that band is Simple Plan. I remember that band. Um, I I couldn't tell you anything they sing or what they really sound like. Probably kind of whiny. Yes, extremely whiny punk. Just like emotional. Very emotional. Uh, kind of like, almost like trying to be tough punk whiny. Yeah. But very whiny voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, trying to get that emo sound. Just, it all sounded bad. Yeah, I get you. All right. Simple plan. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? Number four? I always forget. Yep. My number four is ICP, Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> I forgot about them. Oh, they're just such a joke to me. An absolute joke. Um, all you, I, what do they call them? Their fans, like Juggalos or whatever. All you Juggalos out there, which I'm sure mom is not a Juggalo. Um, they're, they're just stupid. Everything, everything. Every, juggalo. Yeah, I'll. I was gonna say I'll send you a link, but I'm not going to. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, thank I, you. I have a lot of my a lot of my former students were big ICP fans, and it's just, yeah. Why are you that kind of fan? I don't know. It's dumb. Uh, so uh, number three for you. Number three is some forty one. God, come on! You're stealing all my thunder. Because because now my my final three you've said them all already, um. But yeah, some forty one. They're, uh, just that one lead lead singer guy, like the blonde guy. Just his face makes me want to like punch a brick wall. Man, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's disturbing. He might be a nice guy, Matt. He could be a nice guy. I don't care. I don't like his face. <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. Um, so my number three is Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just horrible. All right. Number two. My number two, and I just, I, this band just always drove me crazy. I had a, it, it was like a worrisome hatred towards this band. And that band is lit. L I T. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was, bother me. that was another band uh, that I thought of when you said, um, I don't know, when you were starting to talk about 90s bands. Uh, yeah, didn't that guy just have like a soul patch or something? Yeah. Yeah, just another dude that if you just saw him on the street, like, all right, he's a tool. I'm going to avoid talking to him. So much bad music in the 90s. Yeah, there was horrible. 90s, early 2000s, there was so much bad music. I mean, you could probably say that about every decade, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely there. That's just around the age where we pay the most attention to music. Yeah. And so my number two uh, is Sum 41. We already talked about that. Okay. Yep. And so... Right. so Drum roll, my number one. And, and to tell you what, my number one is not even close. This is like going away, my number one. And, and you guess it. No, because I haven't even said any of it. Like... <laughs> Apparently, this is something that just kind of completely just split my mind. 
yeah. So my number one is Papa Roach. Papa Roach. <laughs> oh my god, they were so popular in college. They were. Oh man, they it just. I was a roommate with this guy Jake. Um, and he would. I don't think he liked them either, but he would always sing that song, "Last Resort," and I was just like, "Oh, thank God, you have to stop singing that song." Yeah, terrible. Uh, yeah, that song, not good, not good at all. <laughs> yeah, but to me, my number one is not even close to, and you already said it. Good Charlotte. Yeah, just yeah. No, just horrible. Absolutely horrible band. Yeah, I can't even think of like something that I would want to listen to less than Good Charlotte. Just ever. It's not good. It's not Papa good. Roach. Well, can be Papa Roach for you. That's fine. All right, Ben. Good, good Charlotte being number five for me. That's something it is it is um yeah i guess uh i should have thought of more of those 90s bands because i would have definitely put some of those in there too but it is what it is all right ben let's get into the next segment it's, it's now time, time for, for the ben Brickner boxing beat so this should be pretty short but it looks like they're going to finalize the fight for Number three of Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez. Oh, yeah. And Triple G's 37. He's getting older. He's slowing down. But the guy was an absolute machine in his early 30s. Now, fight number one, clearly Triple G won. I was so disappointed he didn't knock him out. And it still seemed kind of timid. There just seemed like it wasn't as exciting a fight as I thought it'd be. But... Do you think he clearly won? Do you think it was because he was cautious of uh, exposing himself too much, or no? I mean, the guy, the guy is. Uh-huh. I, I was just disappointed because of all the fights that I saw him. You know, he just he didn't. He was good enough. He was a great boxer. He's a very skilled boxer, but he didn't really care if he got hit. You know, I've, I've seen him knock people out while getting hit with a flush right hand, mm-hmm. and. He was just so much fun to watch, so skilled, so so much power. And he clearly won the fight, but it was still like disappointing that he didn't win in a different fashion or by a wider margin. And goes so, to the judges and they scored a draw, which is complete BS. Yeah. Now, two years ago, or a year and a half ago, or whatever it was, and they fought for the second time. And same thing goes to a draw. I, I actually had this one at a draw. You know, I thought maybe yeah. Triple G slightly better, but for the most part, it was a pretty even fight. And what do they do? They give it to Canelo Alvarez. So I think with this third fight, it's actually going to be Canelo Alvarez wins outright by decision, and he deserves to win. So then everybody, the historians and everybody else looks back on the triple on the Triple G fight. They're going to say, well, you know, Canelo Alvarez had the best of it. You know, they had the draw, and then he's got two wins. Well, no not what happened he won one there's a draw and then he's gonna lot lose one that's that's how i see it and it's basically because triple g was past his prime yeah and Canelo Alvarez is coming into his prime or at his prime now 
Um, both amazing boxers, but if I'm looking back in history and saying which one's better, I'm saying Triple G, and I don't care what anybody else has to say about it. Yeah, good point. I uh, You kind of just told me about Triple G at the beginning, like right before his first fight with uh, Alvarez, and uh, you know I didn't didn't watch any of them or whatever, but uh, I've you know read about it and, and stuff and. Yeah, I I would tend to agree with you. It seemed that uh, Triple G should have got the win on the first one. Um, could argue he still he still he should have won the second one too. Um, and now this third one, you know, I I don't know. So, uh, so we'll see. Um, the bad thing, the thing that I want to have happen is him to be like just tenacious and very aggressive in the fight to leave no doubt and right. everything, but he's, he's just, he's lost a step. He's getting slower. He's getting, he gets hit more easily. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's still tough as nails, but you know, with the last fight that he had, you could argue that he got a gift decision. You know, I went to the, I went 12 rounds and I don't, I don't know if he won that. It was pretty close. I could see it being a draw. He, it was, he won a razor thin decision. Yeah. And a lot of people thought he lost and I can't really, argue so much with that so um you know maybe he was doing it to lure canelo back i don't know but i i just i think he's he's slowing down and losing a step and that he's gonna lose i really hope he wins but right uh i just don't know okay all righty ben well let's uh wrap this up because we're going on 46 minutes right now you said we want to keep it to a half hour or in the 30s minutes. But uh, so far we're not doing good ab about that. But who cares? Maybe maybe mom will fire us. That can't happen. I have the technology. Under, under, tw under 20 minute goal for the next uh, podcast. Really short. Under 20 minute one? Yeah. That's never going to happen. There's no sports on. Not a whole lot to talk about. Oh, we'll find something. I mean, look. Wait, there's no sports on. Look how long we talked for today. Yeah, but we both did homework. That's true. Well, maybe I'll give you more next, homework. Next week, next week, we're going back to totally unprepared and stammering around. Like Sounds... our fans. Like our fans expect. All right. Well, since this is our 10th episode, how about you end it, Ben, instead of me? Do you have a sponsor? Oh. Um, crap, we did, but I forgot. So besides the Ben Brittlinger boxing beat, um... We are sponsored by, yeah, I don't know. There was this one SNL skit where they had about like, <clears throat> you know, like bottled water, but it was from like, I don't know, the New Jersey River or something like that. And so when they go to show it being poured, it's like just sludge coming out. No, it was swill, water from like Lake Erie. Oh yeah. Something or, yeah. Okay. Might've been Lake Erie. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, that's our sponsor. Okay. All right. Well, as we say every week, you can always email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Yeah. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.